Hey, I'm Kayla Hansen. And I'm Crystal Blasco. We're sisters, home organizers, coffee, and cocktail lovers, and hosts of this witty show, Well-Ordered, Well-Lived. Grab your favorite beverage and join us as we have fun and curious conversations with ourselves and others about home solutions, family, and reinvesting in new experiences. Let's do this. Well, well, welcome to another episode of Well-Ordered, Well-Lived. Thank you so much for joining us again. We are excited to talk about today's episode, really, for all you wanting to organize your own spaces, tackle it at, at your what progression, really, because mm-hmm. everybody has their own way of doing things. We just go in there and just start and finish within a couple of hours. So yep. that always throws some, yeah, throws some clients off. They're like, wait, you got this done in how long? And they're like, that would take me months to do. And we're like, that's why you called us. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I think that clutter becomes really overwhelming for people mm-hmm. and you get to a point where you don't even know where to start. And I think that's kind of what we're going to jump into today. We recently met with a client and when we leave with when we leave a consultation with those clients, we are still sometimes we're surprised. Like there are things that we do naturally and organically that we're we're thinking, oh my gosh. So not everybody thinks like we do, and we have to almost give ourselves an analogy, like just the same way somebody gets up and works out every morning. We're like, how do? And people who work out are probably like, how can you not start your day with a workout? And us, we're like, I can't believe you want to start your day and that that much torture on your body. <laughs> but, so maybe that's what people think about us is – or that's hard for us to – that's the easiest way, I should say, for us to associate the difference. People so, who don't think like us, we're like, we don't understand that. Oh, that's what that's like. Mm-hmm. Not all minds think alike, mm-hmm. right? But if you're – so if you're on this bandwagon of – going through the cluttering process, we are here to give you some tips. So follow along, listen along, however you're listening or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever you're doing right now, (laughs) taking notes, listening, wherever, whoever, whenever. Yep. We're just going to dive in. But first, uh, what are you sipping on, Crystal? Decaf tea. (laughs) Still on this decaf. Coffee. You're drinking tea. Oh my gosh. I know. Well, I, well, usually it's got more creamer in it. And so it's just straight black. <laughs> black decaf with a little bit of cinnamon. Okay. So how's this whole decaffeination thing going for you? So far, so good. I haven't really missed anything. Oh, that's good. No yeah. headaches? Oh, no. No, oh, that's good. Nope. I never had any headaches. So that's yeah. like the first thing people say when they start giving up caffeine. They're like, oh, the the headaches are terrible. Same I think with like I drink it enough too. to have a bad headache from it. Mm. So I think it was just more just to sort of like do a little bit of like a detox cleanse. And I can add it back in. I think it'll be fine. But I like this. I guess that doesn't matter if you weren't like doing it every single day. Nope. Nope. What are you sipping on? I am sipping on some passion tea. This is my first time trying it and it is wonderful. Got it warmed up. Just just need to get that chill out. We're yeah. still in the winter months here. That's probably really good with the tea bag that falls or the tea. Well, I don't like them when they're long. So then I knotted it up and then I went to go take a drink and the thing just fell right in there. So oh, nice. now I just have a floating tea bag in my cup, in my large mug that I don't like, but it was the only choice left. Really? Yeah, that's okay. 
still going to drink it. It's delicious. You guys should try it. Okay. Switching gears. Give me some. Jumping right in. Give me one of your best tips. One of my best tips for someone starting out in a, in a home that has clutter or something that I would give client or a technique for clients. Hmm. I'll start. I- <laughs> <laughs> because I, <laughs> I'm sorry, but. Passing it to you, <laughs> Kayla. Thanks. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. But I just wanted to say real quick is before you – like obviously you're doing this before you organize, right? You can't just jump into the organizing. So that's tip one. Mm-hmm. You need to declutter – before you go out and maybe purchase some bins or some product that you want to use for your organizing. Because that's the fun part, right? Mm -hmm. So first and foremost, let's start there. Tip one, you got to do this to get to the the clean (laughs) and organized fun space that you want. Okay. And now your turn. (laughs) So I'm going to, I'm going to pre prequel to that. (laughs) And I'm going to say tip number one, (laughs) really number one, is you have to have a plan. So I think there needs to be some sort of strategy, some sort of plan on what spaces you you want to tackle because it can be become really overwhelming and you can get started and it can be a bunch of different rooms that pile up. So have a plan, start a declutter process, then, then worry about organizing and all your pretty bins and things. So number one is have a plan. And I think the most common thing that we tell people and people are always kind of surprised, but I feel like it's a basic, I feel like it's basic and it's like a tip that probably everybody has seen, read, heard, and that is just to start small, right? So bite size and manageable spaces. And I think I would add to that and say, when you're starting small on the space, also start small on the time. Right. And you had said when you were kind of first starting this a long time ago, you had a timer that you set. Oh, yeah. I would go old school. So if, um, for instance, for chores, if I wanted to go anywhere, mom be like, well, you'd have to clean this, this, and that. Okay, cool. I'm very much like a task person, mm-hmm. but I also am competitive with myself. So I would legit set the kitchen timer, give myself 20 minutes. How much can I do? Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised how fast you work when you're like under the under the timer or whatever. It's like old school days or how much you can get done on a commercial break. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like some people do squats and stuff. Oh, I mean like go change out the laundry from the laundry. But yeah, the same thing. I, same, same right? Is if you're waiting to- for like something in the microwave, you're like, what can I do? Yeah, totally. I So I think that's really important is to start small, not only in your space, but on your time. And then this is part of the planning process. Be, be smart about the time that you're starting this is – or like don't start an hour and a half before bed, you know, because then it gets overwhelming. So block out a time on a day that you know you can actually commit that time to it. Otherwise, you are going to get tired. You're going to get cranky, frustrated potentially, and go to bed, wake up. It's still there the next day. So that's the key too is to, to have it bite-sized, manageable, small, and something that you can start and com- start and stop. It can be completed. This this first declutter process can can be completed within one setting. I would also say when you're in that space, the the fastest thing you can do is just look at the space and remove the items that absolutely do not belong. That's going to be your quickest and most easiest thing just to get in there, right? If you're in a junk drawer and you've got utensils in there, why do you have a fork 
and three knives in your pencil and junk drawer or whatever's in there, that's an easy no-brainer, right? So move it to the real home. Move it to the real home. (laughs) Probably your dishwasher before you put it back into into your uh, actual utensil drawer. But that would be a really quick tip to start as well. Like start small. That is about the smallest you can get. Mm -hmm. Just scanning it and taking out the quick, the no-nos basically, right? Yeah. I also think that, you know, before you even bring something into the house, so this is maybe again, like a little bit of a pre-pre-prequel. I'm going to change it up. Before you, something to help with clutter, I think, is to minimize the clutter that you're bringing into the home. So before you're making a purchase, I mean, not every single time, like if you're at the grocery store, but if you're out shopping, you know, ask yourself, would I buy this item if it wasn't on sale? So just Mm -hmm. because something is on sale, doesn't mean that you need to buy it. Doesn't mean that you have to have it unless you've been keeping an eye on it for a long time and then you're snagging a good deal. But just because it's on sale, doesn't mean you have to buy it. So ask yourself that question. And then if you do decide to buy it, each time you bring a new item into your closet, take something away. So either donate, upcycle, recycle, but make that a rule. When you put something into your closet or into your home or, you know, you buy a new blanket, let's let's get rid of one that might have been old and ratty. Or if you're replacing your towels, same thing. So you don't have this mountain of towels and things that are in your I like that. Well, I was going to, that just raised a flag to me because a lot of people, so I volunteer at our local pet refuge and a lot of people don't understand or realize that you can take your old towels and blankets and donate them to local shelters because those pets, I mean, we, we clean and we do all this stuff. And so that's just like a hot tip right there that honestly can help your local community as well. Yeah, I think that's important for sure. And then I think kind of keeping on the closet theme just a little bit, I think giving yourself a set number of hangers. Oh, yes. um, And then a quick sort of like sidebar on on hangers is get matching hangers. They really do make a world of difference. They really do help keep your space clean and organized. But give yourself a set matching or a set matching, a set of numbers for hangers. And then if you go over that number – then you need you need to recycle something, donate something. Don't buy new hangers. Don't buy more hangers to fill the clothes that you're bringing in. Give yourself a set amount. That's smart. I like that. <laughs> You'd be surprised. I actually just did that recently with both mine and Eric's closets. And a hundred um, hangers in your closet doesn't look like a lot, but it is a lot. Like I kept on going out and I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. This really adds up. Why should I need this many hangers when I need to get rid of the clothes? Like when I get ready in the mornings or whatever, I if I realize that something has a stain on it or it just doesn't fit me right, I don't put it back in the closet. Yeah, that's smart. I push it into, I actually keep a little trash bag in like our spare room And that's where I tell Eric, if you have anything, I'm starting one. Yeah, I don't care. When it's full, I'll take it. But it's also out of my sight, too. But You have that. You help me. Like, when you're at my house and you have something, I'll say, oh, I don't really want this. And you're like, I have a Goodwill bag started. I'll – or a donation bag started. I'll take it. And Mm -hmm. I'm always like, I'm not going to give you more stuff. But it actually helps me because it gets it out of my house. You already have something started. It's a routine for you to do a consistent drop off. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't bother me, especially if I'm over coming over this way because I live out of town. It's a quick stop for me, so I like to help 
you and obviously myself and really I asked, okay, also just sticking on the clothes too and any donations. We actually went to a family member's house a couple months back and I was putting some clothes away and she actually had a box that is specifically for donations. And I thought this was so clever because it's, again, it's like a space that they don't really go into, but they know it's there. So like the whole family can just add on top of it. And once it's filled, then you take it. Take the whole thing. So it's out of your way, but it's still in your house so that you can probably put a date on it and say, I'm going to take this in two months. Oh, gotcha. You know, and then yeah, once, like once you visit it, then it, or it put like a little reminder on your phone, like, oh, don't forget to take the donate box. But just having some kind of accumulation mm -hmm. and realizing if you haven't touched it within those two months, it's for sure yeah. goner. Right? So what happens if the box isn't full in those two months? Do you still take it just to keep it on your yes. calendar and keep you keep you consistent? I would. Okay. I honestly would because that is only going to help, right? Consistency is going to help anybody just like with routine, right? Yeah. If you say that you're going to get up a certain time, your body starts getting into that routine mm -hmm. and now it's not that hard yeah. to get rid of stuff. I like that idea. Now that I know you have a box, I'll just give it to you. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm here to help. <laughs> I also think a little bit, a little bit of a kind of a rule of thumb that we tell clients or even, you know, we apply in our daily life as far as you realize the clutter that you have is typically, I say tchotchke, but it's typically, it's typically little things. You don't have clutter of you know, 15 MacBooks sitting around or 30 iPads. It's not like nice, fancy stuff. It's, it's, I want to say junk or stuff that you just don't need to save. So a rule of thumb is that we like to, you know, kind of go off of is if you can get it pretty quickly. So if you can run out to Target or you can run out to Walmart or you can replace it off Amazon or wherever, and it's $25 or less, you don't need to hold on to it. And and hear me out. I'm not saying go through and throw everything away that's under $25. I'm saying you had a Super Bowl party, you had a 40th birthday party, and you hosted a wedding shower. And you have way more things left over as far as like paper plates and napkins and all these themed things. You're, you just don't need to hold on to that. And if you are one that reuses that, wonderful. A lot of people don't. Mm. And I'm I'm one. I still have a handful of napkins from – I'm slowly working through them, but I tossed a, a, a lot. I kept your wedding shower napkins that I hosted just because I thought they were really pretty. But for the most part, don't – especially those paper goods. That takes up so much space. There's like a – some people want like a party planning. This is my section. This is just my party supplies. It gets overwhelming real fast, and we've done a lot of client homes – that forget how much they have. And then they, they're like, oh, I know I have pink something. Let me just pick up purple. Let me just pick up, now it's a boy's party. So $25 or less and you're uncovering it in some of your junk drawers or your cabinets or your bathroom or whatever it might be, it's okay to toss that stuff. Now, I use discretion, obviously. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying just like waste, 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 but I think that's, it's almost like it has to hurt a little bit. So if you're throwing away a handful of things, I honestly think that will help you when you're purchasing the next time not to overbuy. That's, uh, maybe it goes against the grain a little bit, but that's, that is really helpful. And then you realize when you come across the thing that you think you're, you're going to need in however long, you actually don't. 
So you're holding on to some of these things. You're holding on to, you know, bathroom products. You're holding on to gift bags and wrapping paper because I might use it again. Well, every year there's something new that comes out and now you you want this roll of wrapping paper. Or I just feel like there's, that's where clutter begins is people are just, I don't want to get rid of that. I might use it. The second you say I might use it, mm. you're not going to use mm-hmm. it. And if you haven't used it in six months to a year and for sure it's under $25, you got to let that go. Yep. And that will, that will be a game changer and make a world of difference in your clutter, your clutter scene. I mean, it's all about creating a spot though. So if you are that host, maybe it's getting certain colors. Maybe so like you mentioned, um, like 40 birthday party. That's pretty specific. Sure. Who knows who's going to be in the Super Bowl next week, next year. It's yeah, not going to be the same people, right? So get rid of it or at least use it up within the next. Unless you plan on having another Kansas City Chiefs party. I mean, yes. So I, that's more importantly, right? So you want to create some kind of space if you have it in your home and then making sure that you can see what you have. So maybe those clear bins is really a life changer too, to see those colors. But then be really honest when you're well, filling yes. those clear bins when you're starting With to go non-specific over non-specific things. That's what oh, I was I gotcha. trying to get at. So like if you're just getting the pinks and the purples for because you have two girls and you know that you're going to have a party of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I guess I was just trying to say one you need. If you are going to keep it, which we know some people are because we've been in these places, yes. at least make sure that you have a space to go to because it is paper goods. So you want to have it in a, a controlled container as well because mm-hmm. you don't want those little mices to get in there. Yeah. Little mices, little mouses, however you say it. You don't want them in there because now you're really going to throw it away. Little stewards. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's the same thing, bringing it down to a spot. I will say with medicine cabinets, you have a whole household. Everybody needs to know where the medicine is, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many times we've gone to a client's house and we there's a medicine cabinet or not even medicine cabinet, some bottles here in the kitchen, and then there's some in a bathroom, and there's some in a hallway closet. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize what you have. You don't know what's expired. So our tip is to put that in a central location. Yes. I that way you can per see floor. It. If you if you have it in more than one, only have it in on in one section of floor per floor. Like a you know, a section of things like that on the first floor and then the second floor. If if you're going to have it on multiple floors. Otherwise, yes, our first tip is one spot. Mm-hmm. But well, I think it just it's okay. makes it easier cuz it's so easy to get all these different like cough medicines. Well, how often do we really get sick in a year? Yeah. Those do expire and they're not going to be as We had a client who had potent. a bunch of uh, medicine that she was just stocking up on because she, they didn't know what was going to happen in case they got COVID. Best was like when it first started. And she just started stocking up on random stuff. And I'm like, you'll never use this. It's going to expire mm-hmm. before you can use it. So, And they're not cheap. They're it, not. There's pretty expensive medicine. Yeah. So that might be another, another little quick tip here is be – be aware of what you're buying in bulk. And, you know, j- again, just because this is on sale, do I really need this? Do I really need, you know, these three family-sized bottles of Mucinex? If you do, great. <laughs> I don't know who needs all that. <laughs> I don't know. But so the same thing with the medicine. Yeah, it's quick to expire. And then when you really need it, it's expired. Mm-hmm. And I just, the, I, this just happened to me. I had to take Benadryl yesterday. It's expired. 
because I just never uh-huh. take it and I never check my own medicine very often, which is, yeah, shame on me, but hey, it, hey, it happens. It happens <laughs> to all of us. But so if, I can imagine if it's all spread out, you know, you have no idea where anything is. Yeah, you can't keep up on it. And that's when you're spending extra money. But that's then the clutter happens and you have one basket here, one basket over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. One location. If, if you do need multiple locations, then separate it by floor, but still one location. Or if you have a small house like my, mine, it's all going to be on one floor. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, some people, I mean, the same with cleaning supplies, though. I have a couple of areas on cleaning, oh, yeah. and I know a couple of my girlfriends do that same thing as versus going up and down the stairs. So it's okay to have doubles of something, but again, it's we're containing the clutter here, and to keep it streamlined is you don't have something under every single bathroom. You just have like a bucket, if you will, that has all of your supplies. Food for thought. Yeah. You can mix it up on floors or you can just have have one one area. I like it. What else you got? I also think turning the mundane process of decluttering into or you know, maybe purging is turning it into something fun and creative. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we've gotten some questions of okay Thank you for getting all this organized. How do I get my whole family? Because mm-hmm. it's not just a one and done, right? You have to keep up with it. And that's a bit, it's really important for everybody to just realize. It's not a one and done. It's, uh, it's a maintenance thing, right? Low maintenance, if anything. But no, that's, yeah. So to get family on board, I think it would be kind of fun, really, especially for some kids. Everybody gets a bag. They go through like their own personal spot. Say a Saturday morning, you block out like an hour or two hours. And this is what we're going to do, guys. We're going to, you go through your stuff. We're going to do a donation drop off or pick your charity or whatever. Kind of put some little challenge or game into it. Mm -hmm. And you set that timer. Everybody does it. You drop off while you're out. Treat yourselves. Like go to lunch. (laughs) Yeah. Pick up a treat or something that is consumable so you're not bringing new things in. Yeah. But like kind of have a game. Like, okay, we did – we did this for our house. We did this for ourselves and we're doing it for others. Mm -hmm. We're we're helping our community and you get to see like the whole – the whole day was just kind of fun for everybody because everybody's on the same page. Yeah, kids might not want to do it but then if they see like the end goal is to help others get some things out of the house and then you get – Treats after it? That's pretty nice. That is really nice. It's a day of uh, serving others and serving yourself, but yeah. quality time with your family. Yeah, I like that. You you touched on something real quick that I definitely – I think it's really important to just kind of emphasize this as we wrap up is organizing is not a set it and forget it. I feel like you glazed over that, and so I'm going to play bad cop here. And That's fine. The <laughs> – that's good that's usually usually what she does (laughs) but the frustrating thing and and i'm sure this is i i go back to the fitness example too the frustrating thing for organizing that that we experience as organizers is it's it's tough to maybe teach it to somebody you have to want to be organized the same way with fitness you, you can't teach somebody really they have there has to be a discipline there so it's not a matter of you don't have enough tips or tricks or techniques there's probably a little bit of a lack of discipline i know that's the case for me and i'll use fitness and food you know i know that a cupcake is bad for me am i going to eat it sure am i going to do the jumping jacks and all that necessary to burn it off 
Probably not. No. And that probably <laughs> frustrates the crap out of, you know, physical trainers or fitness trainers where they're saying, all you have to do is this. You don't get to do one CrossFit workout and now I'm set. So it's the same thing. You know, you don't clean your house one time and you're like, whew, we moved in, we got deep clean, we are good. It, it, it is a mentality. It is a discipline. And that I think maybe is not Maybe is not pe- people don't get that part of it that they think it, okay it got organized once it's just going to stay organized, and I'm sorry that's not the case. It is low maintenance, but it is maintenance, and I think once somebody can sort of build that into their daily routine or lifestyle with some of these tips and tricks that we were saying, then you'll realize okay it's it's gonna be that whole cliche with like healthy. It's like it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? So like. It's, I'm not organizing. This is part of my lifestyle. It's just simplicity is part of my life. And I really do. I joke about that, but I really do think that that will be the case and it will become less and less overwhelming and it will become more second nature or, or even if it starts to become overwhelming, you'll know where the, the problem started. You'll know how to get to the root of the issue and kind of go back and be like, oh, I need to reset. It's like when you're not sleeping really well. Well, I probably need to go to bed early tonight. So you'll start to get into a habit and a good routine. And I think if anything, that's the tip and the takeaway is plan it out has to be, you have to be willing and ready to do it because it, it does require some upkeep, completely doable. Anybody can do it, but you just have to commit to, to wanting to do it. Yeah. I will also say after you've done the whole decluttering, I think it's really important to take a step back, look at what you did and kind of know how do you feel? Does it make you feel good? Or do you feel like, oh my gosh, this feels really good. I feel like a weight loaded off of my shoulders and I am going to do the next space. I'm not going to wait till tomorrow. I'm just going to keep going. That's a lot of times what we hear from the clients are like, I took the day off so I can work with you guys. You guys are going to be in this room. I'm going to be in another room. Like just you being here is already gotten me motivated. Yeah. Cause once you're in the zone, you're in the zone. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're in that zone, own it and take take it. So I I think realizing how you feel after you've done the work is, is noteworthy. Yeah, honestly. No, I agree. And I hope that a couple of these tips, again, we sometimes forget how important these little tips are because it seems pretty obvious to us sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, not being mean at all, but some of these it's like, oh, wait, but we forget that we probably need to start sometimes at square one and just say, hey, you can do it. We're here to encourage you. You do you, Should you hire somebody? Maybe. Do you need to? Maybe not all the time. So we hope that some of these tips are helpful for you and help get you started or give you the confidence and the encouragement to know like, hey, I've got this. Like I'm completely capable of this. And hey, we're high-fiving you from here. You, you can. So hopefully a couple of these have been helpful and feel free to follow along with us. Well, I guess we're over at Hello Sorted too for this sort yeah, of thing. Really? But yeah, home organizing at Hello Sorted, but on the Instagram page. Ew. But here we're pretty active on our Instagram page for this podcast, and that is at wellordered.welllived. So be sure to follow along and let uh, us know if you have any hot tips that maybe we didn't touch on. I think it'd be interesting to kind of 
share that with others too as we get into this because oh yeah you know, definitely. we don't have big families but maybe something's working for a bigger family that we could spread that to others absolutely hey look we all learn from each other absolutely. there is not you know just because we do this doesn't mean we are the end-all be-all experts so i'm open to any and all feedback and tips and tricks as well absolutely well thank you guys so much for listening and hope you have a good one bye Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe. 